0: welcome 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 to live on lunch break with that nerd dad that's me joe williamson where we talk parenting pop culture and politics uh exciting day exciting day around here uh first off new intro new intro threw it in, in there little little tweak a little restaurant music we also changed the name of the show changed the name it was occasionally live with me, uh, but the uh, rookie producer Brooke head of production here at uh, the new crier media came up with live on lunch break. And I like it better. So we're gonna run with it live on lunch break with that nerd dad. Uh, first off, like I said, exciting day around here. Um, for those of you who are unfamiliar with what was formerly in, used to be called the Dean Blundell network, a uh, bit of a brand change today. We we have officially launched Cryer Media. You can visit us at crier.co. And um I think, I think I'm the first one to go live on Cryer, on the official launch of Cryer Media. So uh very proud to be part of a future Jeopardy question. Who was the first person to ever go live on Cryer Media? This guy. Uh, you know, what is crier media? What is it? Well, uh, Ryan Lindley, extraordinaire of the crier network, put it this way, media like you're not used to creator driven and creator first initiative that aims to bring you the most broad range of diverse content from print to podcast. We've got you covered. We are crier media. Check us out at crier.co. Uh, couldn't have put it better myself, Ryan. Sounds like you're a PR guy. He really nailed that. I didn't want to. Didn't want to try and one up Linz, so I'm giving him credit. It's a hell of a, a hell of a little job there for me to for me to steal. Uh, as I mentioned, this is a parenting, pop culture, and politics podcast, and got a little bit of everything today. Got a little parenting. Got a little mental health that ties in with pop culture, and uh, just some announcements that I'm excited about. Not like for me, just for the world, for the pop culture world. There's some, there's some fun announcements that are kicking around out there. So, um, the first thing I want to talk about is I, I had to attend a funeral this past weekend. And, uh, obviously that's no fun. Uh, unfortunately my, my uncle passed away, uh, after a very lengthy bout with a whole host of variety of complications regarding an illness. And, uh, It's one of those things where it, uh, the only thing people felt comfortable saying is he's at peace now. Yeah. I think that's fair to say, but I don't bring it up to talk about the funeral per se. I do a little bit. I bring it up to mention the fact that, um, for those of you who have maybe never tuned in, I, I recently announced, I am expecting my third child. I'm expecting a third boy sometime in March. So, uh, this funeral was the first time that I've seen a lot of relatives since the Facebook announcement, and uh, there is there is nothing quite as uncomfortable as being told congratulations at a funeral. There is, <laughs> it's just something morbid about the whole whole experience because someone will come up to me and say, "Hey, uh, hey, hey, congratulations!" I know, I'm so sorry. And it's kind of that deal. Uh, Very uncomfortable for a few moments, but not as uncomfortable as when someone pointed out that they really like my podcast and enjoy listening to it. Didn't know how to respond to that at a funeral. Thank you. (laughs) I am uncomfortable with compliments at the best of times, uh, let alone this incredibly, incredibly socially awkward time. So, um, you know, to my Uncle Keith, we'll miss you. Uh, you managed to put me in one more situation that I enjoyed greatly because it made me uncomfortable. And anytime someone can get uncomfortable, there's some growing going on. Anyways, shout out to Uncle Keith. Uh, first thing I want to talk about: mental health, near and dear to me, and uh, and I'll explain why. But uh, this headline. Caught my eye. Kristen Bell is honest with kids about her mental health meds. It's broccoli from my brain, she said. Uh, the full quote is: I think I described the pill that I take at night when they saw me take it as broccoli for my brain, she says. I felt like that was a decent comparison. This is what keeps my brain healthy. Not everybody needs this. Well, everyone needs vegetables, but I get where you're going. Um I too take a, a little daily pill for my mental health. Just a little guy, but it keeps me sane. I used to, when I first started taking it, I used to jokingly call it my crazy pill. I realized that was through therapy. I've realized that was still another line of defense I was throwing up in the way. Um, but I think it is important that we talk to our kids about mental health. What I am conscious of is trying not to project my mental health onto my children. So I suffer uh, and have suffered from what they call what was diagnosed as extreme social anxiety. So whenever I see one of my children acting shy, I'm careful not to say oh, they they got it. They got it. They're they're socially they they're, they're socially inept. They, they can't do it. They're they're, they're freaking out. They have extreme social anxiety. I try not to do that. I try to just take it as a moment and say. They're acting shy right now. They're uncomfortable. I, as a 38-year-old, struggle in social situations. I cannot imagine how a six-year-old handles those situations. I've read the books. I've done the homework. and And I still see it. And I want to, I want to, I want to jump to the conclusion of they suffer like me. I need to get them into therapy. Sometimes a kid is just shy for a moment, but because I have, um, embraced my mental health and taken care of myself, I am also very quick to talk to my children about it. So when I saw Kristen Bell say, yeah, I let them know it's a, it's broccoli for my brain. I thought, Oh, that's a really Really cute way of putting it. And um, it's one way, it's a way I might steal down the road. right now at home, we talk about big feelings. Daddy is having some big feelings. He needs a few minutes to himself. Or if, um, if, if somebody is acting shy or nervous or, or you can tell that their anxiety is just up there, I will acknowledge it and say, you know, daddy feels that way sometimes too. It's okay. If you, if you need a few minutes to yourself, it's okay if you if you need to cry. I'm I'm here. I just nearby if you need me. Do you want me nearby? And I, I do try to take my lead from them because kids will tell you what they want without pressuring them down one way or the next. So um just a, a really good kind of tidbit I saw from Kristen Bell. My mental health pill, is broccoli for my brain. Beautiful. Beautiful in its simplicity. Shout out to Kristen Bell. Everyone loves her. Hard pivot now. Hard pivot. <laughs> Hard pivot. Because we're gonna talk about the penguin spinoff. And this this disappointed me. I'll be honest. This is, I mean, I, I guess it's not surprising, but it disappointed me. The penguin spin-off show will tie into the Batman sequel, Matt Reeves said. So, um, Matt Reeves created one of the best versions of Batman I think we'll ever ever see with The Batman, starring Twilight's own Robert Pattinson, and uh, a nearly unrecognizable Colin Farrell. Now, Colin Farrell as the Penguin was phenomenal, terrific in that role, and it is not surprising that they tapped him for a spinoff. Now, they have decided to go the, the Marvel route. And instead of doing his own movie, they're going to give him a little miniseries on HBO Max. And um, from what I've read about it recently, uh, Matt Reeves has described it as this is the Penguin Scarface moment. This is his attempt at grabbing power within Gotham, which sounds fucking fantastic, doesn't it? Doesn't it sound amazing? Um, what I don't like is the fact that it's going to tie into the sequel. I was a uh, Marvel cinematic universe guy with a, with a branding like that nerd dad. I had to be, um, I would see every movie in theaters. I'd loved what they built over an extended period of time. I bought in, I loved all the Easter eggs and the crossovers and this and that. Um, and then Disney plus hit and they said they were going to release all these shows. And I was super excited. I thought, Oh, this can going to be fantastic. Um, but then the show started to tie into the cinematic universe and and it just became too much for me. I needed to watch something other than Marvel and superhero shows. And they lost me. I have watched some of the movies of the most recent, I think they're in phase four of the Marvel cinematic universe. I am not up to date. I think the last one I watched was probably Spider-Man, which puts me at anywhere between two to three movies behind. Um, I have not watched any of the miniseries yet. Just haven't. And I know I've, I've missed out on things as a result. And I, I, I when I saw that Matt Reeves is going to make the Penguin tie into the sequel, I was also kind of equally disheartened. Uh, I hope I have time to watch the Penguin and uh, and and bridge the gap before the Batman 2 comes out, whatever the hell that is and whatever it looks like. Um, I hope I have time for all that. I don't know that I will. I don't know that I will. And therefore, I don't know if I'll greatly as appreciate the sequel to Batman as much as I want to. It's just... Is it me being selfish? But I think I think people are burning out on these things. I think I think they are. I think people are burning out on the idea that everything has to be a universe. And every I'm okay with sequels. Sequels are awesome. Who doesn't want to see good fun characters revisited? But the idea of a total universe and tying in and oh the branding Marvel caught lightning in a bottle and they're going to play it out till it beats that dead hole. They're going to beat like a dead horse. They're just going to ring the neck of that till every penny is squeezed out of it. And then they're going to let it go and they're going to start rebooting. I worry about DC. DC has not done a great job at all. This is this is their attempt at doing that, I think, but, um, I just think we don't need a universe knives out. Great example. Knives out. Terrific. Glass onion. Terrific. One character I think was the same. Everybody else was different. It's a sequel. I got to revisit the character I wanted to see and I didn't need all this additional information. They just told me the story in front of me. It was enjoyable. Bring that back. Please bring that back. And we'll finish on some Canadiana. We'll finish on some, I don't want to say breaking news, but it was announced yesterday. Uh, we'll finish with something that just, just made me smile. Shorzy. Where's my image? It's not showing. I have an image for Shorzy. It's not showing. Shorzy is getting a se- second uh, season. Uh, easy for me to say. Second season. Shorzy's getting a second season. Oh, none of my images are working. Anyways, for those of you who are unfamiliar with Shorzy, Shorzy is a spin-off. See what I did there? I just totally contradicted myself, didn't I? Said I don't like universes, and here I am talking about how much I love this one. Uh, Shorzy is a spinoff of Letter Kenny, a great Canadian show. And uh, oh, the image is up now. Awesome, must have been a delay. Okay, there they there those beauties are. Uh, So Shorzy is a spinoff of Letter Kenny, following the let's call him a problematic character, uh, Shorzy. And uh, I loved Shorzy. I thought it was better than Letterkenny. I don't know why. I love Letterkenny. Absolutely love Letterkenny. Thought Shorzy was better. The six episode story arc of that season one was fantastic. Fantastic. So when I heard they made the announcement yesterday that they're giving it a sequel, uh, I lit up. Gotta be honest. Shorzy 2 officially announced for the popular Letterkenny spinoff. Story creator Jared Kesto, airing on Hulu in the United States and Crave in Canada. It'll be produ- begin production in Sudbury this spring. I think we're going to be getting it next fall sometime. And I cannot wait. That's must see viewing for me. Letter Kenny, uh, Shorzy. It's a it's a great uh, heir apparent to the corner gas trailer park boys of uh, Canadiana. Uh, Kim's convenience. Shout out to all these shows that are essentially small bites of Canadiana put on a world stage and uh, they have done a Schitt's Creek. Shits Creek. It, it, just these small bites of Canadiana that are put on the world stage for the world to enjoy. And um, the storytelling com- coming out of Canada is just phenomenal. So Shorzy season two, look for it sometime next year. I promise you I will update as I know more because that's what this podcast is about parenting, pop culture, and politics, and shit I like. I'll be honest. It's just shit I like. Shit I want to share with you. Uh, That's it. That's all I got for today. But I plan on being back tomorrow for another... uh, Do I have the image up? I don't. Whatever. Another live on lunch break tomorrow. Hope you enjoyed this. Be well. Be safe. And as the great Wiggles said, we are all fruit salad. Fruit salad, yummy, yummy. are listening. Damn.